Swish you hear it, listen. Swish you hear it, listen. Exco, give it to you. Wait for you to get it on your own. Exco, deliver. Welcome to episode 27 of Snapping It Around on this Friday evening. Um, we uh, we finally got a trade we were we were talking about, and uh, but first we'll start off uh, with you, you boys. How you doing today? I'm doing great. Now it's Friday, so we got kind of sad. You know, you're living you're living your life for two days on the weekend and five <laughs> days of the week. You're just a grind, but you know what? Whatever. It's getting slowly getting warmer here. I think it's supposed to snow here on like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday though. But I know it's, yeah. it, was, it was a nice week this week, so it's slowly getting warmer. So it's making everything a bit more enjoyable. How are you doing, Noel? I don't know if I can say I'm doing as great as you're doing. Oh, <laughs> you're, tickled, you're tickled pink over there, buddy. Yeah. We're supposed yeah, to be I... mourning the loss of uh, the Prince – is it Prince Philip? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, we're supposed or to be D- mourning the loss of years out here. I'm having such a great day, guys. No, or D- DMX, too. Rest in peace. Rest, rest in peace, awesome legends. In the game, I guess you could say, but yeah, no, I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good, Alex. Uh, not as great as you're doing, but I'm, I'm out there. Last week of school next week, so ready to go. That's yeah, got finals coming up here. Hey? It's finals time soon. Yeah, but Jesus. Yeah, finals time three. for us times. and finals time for uh, the GMs come Monday. But I say we hop into it. Uh, Lou Lamorello, um, Travis Ajak, Kyle Palmieri heading to the island. Uh, first round pick, a few prospects, conditional fourth, heading back to New Jersey. Uh, love the deal for the Islanders. I think they got uh, got those two guys at a pretty cheap yeah. price, all things considered. No, I think he's gonna Palmer's gonna fit in well there. I mean, I don't know. Other than his uh, new face and oh yeah, whole dude, new man. That's brutal. Did you see uh, Connor Carrick's comments or whatever? <laughs> he's like, I'm surprised to Let him keep his uh, eyebrows. Yeah, he's got his some eyebrows bullshit like eyebrows. Still though, yeah, That's I don't a know. Steal the trade. Yeah, That's I think he's gonna fit in there nicely. So he was having a bit of a a slower year, I think. Uh, well, he was, I think, compared to what he normally does this year. But I think uh, this might this could very well spark him. So we'll see how he does there. But that I think that was a great pickup for them. Uh, yeah, don't tell me he was having a slow year. I believe his shooting percentage against the Bruins was about 31.7%. And against all other teams, it was like 4.7. So, guy absolutely ate up the Bruins. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I think it's a good deal for the Islanders, uh, especially Anders Leo. And they uh, they sure up yeah, that. He, he's done, right? Like, playoff. Yeah. I, I can't see It'd be hard for me. Yeah. 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 He, he's, no Brooks Kep- he's no Brooks Kepka. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Guess what? Brooks Kepka is uh, hitting <laughs> yeah, the he pool. Missed, He's hitting he the missed, pool tonight. He's not making it till tomorrow anyway. No, he, yeah, he missed the cut. Tough go for. How, how about my boy Brooks. Rory out there too? Oh, nice, man. nice little plus seven oh. or six. Nice, yeah. nice little boy Rory. Yeah, JT's still in contention, man. So uh, let's let's ride. Good day today, but yeah. You know what's funny? I saw a TikTok last night before I went to bed, and it was this guy saying that uh, Finu is gonna win. And then I woke up this morning. He he was like dash. He was four under. I was like, holy! He actually might. Jack yeah, Dustin was kind of choked today, so we'll see. Yeah, no. Fina and JT are minus four. I think Rose leads at minus six. I didn't see much of it today. Minus but, seven. Uh, minus seven. Yeah, minus, yes, minus seven. Yes, yeah, sorry. Didn't he, so, yeah. didn't he, wasn't he minus? What was he after yesterday? Minus. He was minus seven yesterday. He shot even par today. Yeah, he oh, shot he, even today. Even? He had a first first. Uh, his front nine was rough, and then he kind of saved saved his day on the back. So oh. that's huge. Oh, good on him, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He can pull it out. That'd be kind of sweet. That w- yeah. I mean, well, we'll see if it uh, see if it happens there. But yeah, it'll be nice su- su- Saturday, Sunday at uh, at Augusta there. There's been some crappy golf being played so far. Yeah, they really uh, they really toughened up that course. Uh, after oh, November, yeah. after what after DJ hit what minus twenty? Yeah. So he shot twenty under or something. Yeah. Like they're like, yeah, that's not happening again. So oh, yeah, uh, but I got a funny story. There's talking about this guy. He won it, he won the Masters, I forget his name, but he's from uh, Spain. And yeah. he was at the Masters dinner, like winter dinner. Yeah. And yeah. he hasn't played since last November. He's fifty five and he made the <laughs> cut. He made the cut with plus two two over. Uh, yeah. He made it the will- cut. 
Yeah. I got I got to find the guy's name. But yeah, he's like, yeah, he hasn't played golf since November and he made the cut and like these guys are out here grinding and like Rory shooting plus 7 and this guy just shows yeah. up and plus 2. Yeah, literally. So, yeah, no good on him. Uh, and Connors is um even after today. I yeah, believe. yeah, he made it. That's good. That's, so that's good for you. You never know, man. Canadian you just got to make it to Saturday and course might toughen up and you have a good day and other guys don't we'll, we'll see it'll be interesting to see what happens in the next two days here yeah i know for sure but i mean say you see yeah what happens with the rest of this uh trade deadline here though i'm i'm, yeah. I'm excited for those next this will be a good weekend yeah i got masters and then trade deadline monday so holy shit boys bedard just scored the ot winner Fucking crazy. Send him right to Texas. Send him yeah, right send, to Texas. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, man. I'm just, I hope I'm such that. Uh, yeah, cool. I'm excited for that tournament, man. That's going to be good hockey. That is going to be good hockey. That, that's going to decide, basically, I bet you, where lots of guys get taken in the draft. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, yeah, that'll that'll swing teams different ways. And we'll, uh, oh, it's going to have to, like. Like for a guy like Cole Sillinger, even like he goes, maybe he plays with Bedard or even a Shane Ray, and he lights it up. He'd be like, "Holy, this guy's got some skill." Maybe he'll bump yeah. his way back up because his stocks kind of dropped a little bit since he wasn't playing. Yeah, yeah, I know for sure. They uh, the draft will be interesting, and again, trade deadline Monday, the teams are gonna get picks. But uh, you guys got any trade deadline predictions? I don't know, man. These. I'm, I'm, well, at least I, again, I'm very confused with how this, how this all works, but yeah, it sounds like would they sign or bring in Riley Nash gives them somehow more cap as though taking on another player. I don't know. It's all way above my head, but I hope this isn't the end for them. I mean, I did read uh, an article saying they actually do enjoy Riley Nash. So I haven't seen him play since he was in Boston. So I, I have no idea what this guy's up to now, but um. I don't know. I, I think there's a bigger fish out there. I, I, I'm hoping anyways, but we'll see what Dubas has got in store. Man, uh, Riley Nash is like your typical John Tortorella player. Kills penalties, yeah, Riley... grinds hard. I don't know. I, I like, yeah. like watching. I like his game. Like, I, I... Yeah, he scored, scored 15 with the Bees that one year, and then uh, the year they made it to the Cup, he was on that Columbus team they beat in round two. <laughs> All I remember, I, can't, I think he hit like Charlie Mack from behind or someone from behind in game one. In <laughs> game two, Chargers absolutely – Lit him up in the middle of the ice, and uh, I think he might have been out for the rest of the series. But you know, yeah, he's a he's a solid guy, big body, he brings in some grinders. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know what the don't they have enough of those guys on. though. Like, don't well, these have enough fourth liners already? Well, I don't know. They ain't got much money to spend on anything other than fourth liners. So I don't know. I don't know what the plan is here. We'll see. But uh, maybe tonight. Maybe someone will go down tonight or tomorrow, or hopefully. Yep. I, uh, we'll, we'll have a busy Tuesday podcast to record, but I think, uh, I think Savard's going to go to Florida. I think they're going to get him. Um, I could, I really, I don't, doesn't Florida have so much cap? Probably with, uh, I think I, think I, I, I could be or not LTIR. Yeah. They gotta, they gotta have some room. Yeah. I, I, I could be so, yeah, I, have, I actually have no idea, but I maybe Hall think, think Florida could try to swing Hall. Maybe. Who knows? Bring him to Sunshine State. Yeah, I don't know what they're gonna. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I think. I think they'll get Savard. I. I don't think anyone from Nashville. I think Nashville will be quiet. I agree. Uh, I think they're. They. Uh. They're playing really well again. Just walked all over Detroit last night. I. I don't think they'll do much. Didn't they score seven unanswered last night? Yeah, something like that. Because it was one nothing Detroit, then it was seven one final. Yeah. Yeah. Chicago. Chicago is kind of making some. Some moves. Yeah. Yeah, they, that move was interesting too. I think that was salary cap move. Yeah, I think they just uh, a salary dump for Florida, so they can for go Florida. Out. Yeah, they got rid of Connolly. So yeah, I think that that trade was uh means something more is happening. Something more is in the works there. hundred uh, percent. Uh, I I threw out to Claybeck last night that the the Drieger the Drieger market is heating up, and since he's a UFA and they're they're probably going to lose him either way. That. Oh yeah, they. That teams are kicking in on him, and I threw out the idea that maybe the Flyers would trade for him. Yeah. Um, uh, like, well, I don't know. That would be interesting, though. Like, I think I mean, they'd Carter rather Hart's go for a playing, demon. Yeah, I don't he's know played not signing. bad recently. 
Like after since he's come back, he's kind of been like average. So I don't, I don't know. Like he played solid against the bees. Yeah, yeah. Did, did uh, I'm just throwing ideas out there. Yeah. No, for sure. No, yeah, for sure. I like it. Yeah. Oh yeah. What about Raquel? Yeah. Do you think Raquel gets moved anywhere? He's uh, he's he he's hurt, is he not? Mm, yeah, he got hurt against the Blues a while ago. Don't remember. Yeah, he hasn't played since. So. I, yeah. That yeah, might hurt his that. trademark yet a little bit. Yeah. No, that could. Well, like bring him to the Leafs. They like signing out, or they like taking on injured players. Like yeah. They, yeah. No, for sure. But it's all fun and games yeah. though, to come back. I think the uh, Alex I follow markets started to heat up there in LA. I think he's a UFA, so it'll be interesting if someone yeah. someone kicks tires on him. He's pretty solid out there. Connor Garland for any team would be so nice. Yeah, Garland is the guy because I heard the Bruins say they don't they don't just want a rental. So I think he's the guy number well, one on my trade well, list. So yeah, I mean I don't know. Like, what do you think he gets? Five? Yeah. Five like. But Boston's like so like team friendly, so I think he think he'd take like three point five. That's what like it would equivalent to probably. Yeah, so. we're gonna have money to spend in the off season as well. Yeah, we have Krejci, like, Rask, and uh, Halak all coming off the books, and I think uh, I think with the way Swayman and Vladar have been playing, they'll go with one young guy and then they'll sign one of. I think they'll bring back Rask if he wants to come back, but they'll go one veteran, one young guy. So. Mm-hmm. They'll they'll have money they'll have some money to spend I think this uh, this year. Yes, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I, I say they just roll Swayman and Vladder. Let's let's have fun with that. The boys are red hot. Let let's go. Two young goalies, ride them. We just have like a, a mill a mill and goalies. Perfect. That's all we need. That'd be sick. That'd actually be so sick. Man, what do you think? You're the freaking Leafs from when they had Bernie and Reimer. Yeah, but Bernie and Ryan probably took up a lot of money, no? Beyond me, it's probably Hoffman bandwagon. <laughs> I bet you they, they took up some money. I'm not sure if they did. I don't know if they were getting paid that much. Bernie would have been, no? He w- he was around for a bit before that. He was a, he was a first-round pick. I think they're both yeah. picks. Yeah. I don't know. I'm fine with it. I also think these guys are a lot better, so... Let's uh let's ride with it, but no, yeah, it's um I'm I'm excited, but we'll uh we'll see where it goes. But uh, I I I think Taylor Hall is going to the Oilers. I don't think back. So. I can't see it. I think I... he goes back. I, the Oilers have to make a move, man. Nuge is out. That clears so much cap. But uh, I, he out for, I don't know. It was like did they out? Did they LTIR him? I don't know if they did or not, but I don't, I don't think he's out. Like out, I don't know. I'll read that. No, oh, he won't play again Saturday. Yeah, he sounds like he doesn't sound like LTIR. No, yeah. I don't think it is either. But I, I, I think they make. I think they make a move. I think, like I said I before, this they, is the this is the easiest, the easiest year for a Canadian team to get out. And if it's going to be the yeah. Oilers and the Leafs, you got it. You got to get Taylor Hall instead of the Leafs. Like, if the Leafs are trying to make moves for Taylor Hall, you got to get Taylor Hall before the Leafs do. Yeah, no. You have to. Or even – maybe even Montreal tries to make a move for Taylor Hall because, I don't know, I don't think that would be a scary team if you had Taylor Hall on that team. Yeah, I know. Especially with Martin Gallagher. Matthews. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Especially with Gallagher out now. they got some money to work with, so I wouldn't say they're done quite yet either. But, yeah, yeah. it'll be – I'm pumped. I'm pumped. It's uh, three days. I can change the rest of the next few months. Yeah, well, don't worry. We'll, we'll trade for Thomas Vanek again. Uh, that's <laughs> what we'll do with our caps. <laughs> Last guy uh, I saw Ruben around was uh, that D-man out of Dallas, the big left-handed guy, Alexiak. Yeah, cool? Penny Alexiak's brother. <laughs> yeah, that guy. I think he'd be nice on 18. Yeah, he, he's, yeah he's solid. Like, big guy. Huge. Like throws the body around. Yeah, yeah. no, for he'd be good anywhere. Yeah, no, I I wouldn't mind him either. I think he'd cost a little bit. I don't know what his contract's like either. So yeah, I have no idea what's there. The but yeah, like he j- just just made a run last year to the cup. So no, yeah, didn't he win with the Penguins? Uh, he might have honestly. Hey, uh, I don't know. Hey, shout out Jordan Everly. That, that's Tim's points right there, baby. Just nice. Picked pick them too. Love oh, Shohei just hit a bomb too. So good night, Blue Jays. 
Oh my god, this this team, man. Like, I don't know. Whatever. Good. Well, uh, good man, did you hear? Did you hear the things? That Hernandez is out COVID, and then Barecki yeah. had a reaction to his vaccine. Yeah, to the He's vaccines. Out. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Early in the season. I mean, it's game. What game seven today? And they're playing the Angels, yeah. who are, yeah. they might be legit this year. I think they might finally be legit too, but yeah. Now I want to talk about legit teams, man. Let's talk about those Minnesota Wild. Absolute beatdown on the Avalanche there in the Wednesday night game. Uh, they made they made that team look look like humans finally. Yeah, no, like, yeah, good on them, man. They had a didn't they get they got shellacked by them like a few games ago? Did they not? And then they came out and they uh. It, yeah, yeah, they game. lost five four the first game, but it was I think it was four one after two and then five one, so just a couple late goals. Yeah. Maybe maybe that gave them some momentum going into the Wednesday night game, but yeah, who knows? Yeah, good on they're, they look they're looking good. So and yeah. you can put the puck in the net like like no one's business. And if Cam stays uh, steady in there, man, I don't know they could be a they could be a bit of a sleeper. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, I agree with you there. I top uh, no, it's very tough division for them, but oh yeah, who knows? Who knows? They can uh, they can squeak it out. Yeah, me. I I wouldn't be shocked if, uh, if they can somehow get around, get around in them, and then go play Colorado or something. But wouldn't uh, wouldn't surprise me that much. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know what they're like for Cap. I haven't heard any like trade rumors for them. No. <laughs> like, no, I don't know either. I haven't heard a single thing, so yeah, maybe Taylor Hall goes to Minnesota. Yeah, fuck, could you imagine? Man, they they have Kareel, man. That's all they need. Like, yeah, so yeah. good. That, like that back end, solid too. They got a bunch of guys back there. Like they're they're playing well. Like Spurgeon, Suter, Susie, Brodeen, like Spurgeon. Like yeah, they're. I, I really like that. Really yeah, like and then like then like guys like Galloway are kind of finding their way. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. So, and um, that's a team I like, and you know, a team that's trying to fight in that division, trying to get in, is the Blues and Bennington, man, fifty saves against Vegas. So, like, if he can get hot, like he did three years ago or whatever, man, that's that's another team you can't count out. Like we did, we counted them out last podcast, I believe it was. And oh, they told me to go. And next thing you know, they, how to get there? Yeah, one. 3-1, and tonight they're up 2-1 on Minnesota early on. So, like, yeah, that's – I watched a lot of that Vegas game, and, you know, they, they didn't play great, but they just stuck around and scored some timely – scored some early goals, scored a timely goal, and won the game 3-1. Yeah, no. yeah, I called them out last podcast, so I'll, I'll eat that one, boys. Jesus. I'm yeah. not going to put this game on here. They suck. Why would I put them on you? We all would have went 0 for 3 against them. So, no, uh, yeah, no. We all would have picked Vegas. Yeah, yeah so. I, I don't know. I... Yeah, that's a, that's the know. great thing about sports, though. Okay? You got to love sports just for that fact that oh, any yeah. day, anybody can beat anybody. I mean, yeah. Just... yeah, no, for sure. That's, but... that's all I'm going to say. Got nothing that's... else. Some uh, non-COVID news out of Vancouver. Uh, Tanner Pearson signed a deal. Um, three years. I'm not – I can't quite remember. Was it three point something per? I think it's 3.25. Yeah, I think Alex is right. I think he nailed it. 3.25 per, yeah. So, I don't know. I kind of think that's a little bit overpay. I, I think that's a brutal contract. Yeah, brutal. like he – like he's just a guy, in my opinion, like a third line guy. I don't know. He's a bigger fish to fry with Hughes and Pedersen. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the, their focus should not be. No, I know. Should not be Tanner Pearson right now. So yeah, they got they got him. They got Louis Erickson on the books. Like yeah, no. Well, uh, I don't well, know. That's a team, man. Who knows where? Who knows where they're going? Well, like, like brutal. Yeah, he's a solid player and all of that, but not yeah. for. No, when you're like you got two massive studs, like unless you know how much they're gonna ask for. Yeah, yeah, maybe they know. Maybe they know what they want, but they definitely know. They like definitely. what? So what? So Pearson's making three point two five, and Toffoli signed four times four, right? Yeah, like he's making four mil a year. Yeah, they should have just re-signed Toffoli. Yeah, but then they might. Yeah, I don't know. Man. 
Yeah, that's. I got it here. Louis Erickson's making six mil. Anton yeah. three mil. Jake Vertanen two point five. Yeah. Tyler Myers making six. Yeah, they Pearson, got so far. Oh, yeah. I was wrong. Tanner Pearson making three point seven five. And Jay Beagle's three. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's. How many guys come off their books though? Vertanen's off the books. Yeah, they're not sure. And then I think they got one more year of Louis, and they might. They'll probably buy out Louis. Yeah, they got to buy out someone, I think. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see where it goes. But, yeah, uh, Frozen Four was last night. I don't know if you guys caught the game, but uh, St. Cloud State took uh, took a lead with 50 seconds left against uh, Minnesota State. And then uh, UMass, UMass uh, took her home uh, against Minnesota Duluth and OT. So uh, we'll get a UMass-St. Cloud State final um, Saturday night. So... Also, uh, Hobie Baker is giving out today to your buddy uh, Cole Caulfield. So, it's huge. Yeah, he's he's he made his debut today. I want to. I actually forgot to check that. Yeah. Oh, seven nothing. The Angels, by the way. Yeah, I saw that. So. Oh. Um. For the I gotta go look at some AHL stats. Um. He hasn't scored yet because it'd be all over my Twitter. But. Yeah, it's probably still early in the game. Though. Yeah, it is. It it is definitely early. Yeah, oh, he scored. <laughs> Who did? He scored. Oh, did he? Yeah, one goal. One. It's game's over already. They won three two. Oh, Caulfield shit. scored and got an assist. One Ho- Hobie Bacon first pro debut. Not a bad day for Cole Caulfield. Yeah, no, I'd uh, I'd say so too. So good for him. But yeah, uh, so yeah. Um, I was thinking if um, if they don't get a Taylor Hall with Gallagher out, um. I'll give Caulfield like three or four games in AHL and he'll be on the team. Yeah, no problem. Especially if they keep playing like they are, they're definitely going to come up 100%. Yeah. Yeah, no, if, uh, I agree there. Two, two, um, two not bad games from the Habs, but like, I, I just, I just needed some more out of some guys. Like, like I, I need, I need Tatar to, to step up. I need, I need, it, I need someone to step up to the plate, man. Like you're playing the Leafs. Like, I don't know. Alex, Alex watched that game. I'm assuming. Like, yeah. the Hubs just kind of seemed flat. Like Corey Perry they put did. the boys on his back. They had a good second period there. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a, that's a big win for the Leafs. So, you got, you got to do what you, you got to do to win. But. Uh, we uh we had to do what we had to do and uh had our second interviewer on, uh Curtis Meeker. So I say uh I say we bring up that interview right now. Sounds good. So on today's episode we have a very special guest. We'd like to welcome a two-time Saskatchewan Midget AAA Goaltender of the Year, a goalie who's played on two WHL teams and two Junior A teams, and who currently plays with the U of R men's ice hockey team, and that being Curtis Meager. How you doing, man? I'm good. Thanks for having me on, boys. It's a pleasure. No, I think it's more of a pleasure for us. So, <laughs> yeah, we're just uh, probably you know, guy who's been around uh, some junior leagues and. Definitely played a few uh, played a few games, so thought it would be kind of sweet to have you on and see what you got to offer. But I guess we could start right into it. Just so like everyone knows you're a goalie, it's it's pretty common out there. But like how how did you get into that? Like you know normally it's kind of like when you're three, four, five, it's kind of like scrambling trying to find a guy to play goalie, and it's kind of like put the weird kid in that and shoot some pots. <laughs> what happened there? Yeah, I guess I was the weird kid growing up being a net. But no, yeah, initiation is three, four, five. Didn't really know much about the game other than uh, it was fun and uh, just trying to get on the ice. But my dad was a goalie, so that kind of influenced me to kind of stick with it. And I'm pretty sure I I hated it when I was in initiation. It wasn't fun every time it was my turn. I I didn't want to do it. But uh, near the end of the year, my dad just keep putting the pads on me. So Going into novice the next couple of years, I stuck with it, and uh, here we are. I still love it, so it was a good run. That's sweet. Yeah, no, that's it's quite the quite the position. So, but yeah, no, that's that's pretty awesome, then. 
You had like no choice, basically. You were just forced to. Yeah, it was kind of just kind of this or kind of nothing. So my dad didn't want me playing soccer, so it was hockey, hockey, <laughs> hockey. With good reason. No, but that's so. Then you just kind of worked your way up through uh, through the through the ranks there. You know, playing initiation and novice and Adam is just all here in Regina. Yeah, it was pretty much tier one all the way through. I was pretty fortunate to be on some pretty good teams, have some good coaches, and uh, started getting older and uh, started realizing that maybe the Western League would have been an option, but didn't get drafted, but that's all right. And uh, we yeah, kind of so gr- grinded through. And Yeah, so kind of take us through that a bit then. So in your Bantam year, like, uh, were you kind of hoping to go or, you know, were you talking to some some scouts or what, what kind of went on there? Yeah, talked to two or three teams, and then the Pats were, were pretty interested, and they said they were going to draft me if I was there, but didn't end up going, so that was kind of heartbreaking at the time for a 14-year-old kid, but yeah, yeah. a couple of invites to camp, and ended up going to Brandon, had a decent camp, ended up not getting listed, and then uh, the following year was actually listed by the Raiders, so that's kind of how it worked out. And then after after your Bantam year, did, did you go right into AAA, or do you play a year of uh, AA? Uh, played a year at double A and that was actually the reason why Brandon didn't lift, list me is because they had another 98 out of Alberta that was playing minor mid to triple A at a guaranteed spot and I didn't have a spot on the Pat C's so ended up playing mid to double A and then halfway through the year we were uh, first in the league and had some decent numbers so then the Raiders uh, called me up and ended up listing me. Sweet yeah that's that's pretty that's quite the story then. Yeah a little, uh, little adversity but stuck with it I guess. Yeah, so being in PA, you were there uh, a year before the ch- they won the championship. Uh, did you know that team was special? There was, uh, there was definitely pieces there for them to have success. But, um, you know, I think it started, I was listed in whatever it was, 2015. And the, the GM had actually gotten fired kind of right after I got listed. So it was new GM, new coaches came in and they kind of changed the culture and they kind of brought some guys in to kind of change the culture and players wise. So they had guys there through the trenches that were there during the losing seasons when the Pats and the Warriors were kind of top dogs in the East. And so when those guys started being, you know, 18, 19, 20 year olds, I think they were so sick of losing that it was kind of their turn to turn it on and be the, be the top dogs in the Western league. And uh, they definitely showed it that year they won. They were pretty dominant. Yeah, I know that's, that's pretty sweet then. Yeah, they were a wagon. And they what was that? They squeaked it out against yes, Vancouver, but like yeah. weren't you at the game too? Yeah, we were we were at every playoff game but one, uh missed one for the Eric Church. Or no, sorry, Thomas Rett concert here in the city. So that was a pretty uh pretty electric game seven overtime winner. It was uh the old art hauser was bumping, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, didn't they beat him like nine one or something in Vancouver? In one of those yeah. games. So I'm pretty sure it was two, three, two. So three in Van. And yeah, they walked all over them. The first one in Vancouver. And then Vancouver ended up winning two straight, I think, in game six in PA. And then the rest is history. Wow. So then coming out of Midget, uh, you played, I played, played a year in S Van, right? And then, and then following year, you went up to PA? Yeah. So then, so, what was, yeah. Yeah. What was the biggest, like, jump from even, like, midget to junior, just, like, playing style and, like, or even, like, the SJHL to the WHL? Like, what was the biggest uh, adjustment you had to make? I think the the speed, speed of the game and definitely the shots were, uh, was definitely, even when I got a taste when I went up in, in PA and signed and I got two practices in, it was definitely, uh, definitely an eye-opener because everyone on the team could shoot, right? So going back to midget, you know, you got your top guys, your elite guys in the league that are drafted to the Western League, but there's not all like, – everyone on the team can't really shoot, right? You don't got those elite guys. So it was definitely for me trying to get quicker hand speed up high because everyone, you know, everyone wants to go bar down. So if uh, if you can't catch those pucks, you're going to get lit up, right? So I definitely took that when I went to Estevan and got cut. I definitely had to get quicker foot speed and hand speed and uh, shed a little weight on the old, on the old kids. So I was a little faster when I was getting 18, 19. So that definitely helped me make the jump to the Western for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That would be quite, uh, quite the adjustment though, going from midget kids, even to like the junior A there. So yeah, that's especially a pretty, for goalies. 
yeah, no kidding. So there's only two on every team. So that's a tough, tough spot to crack. So that's a tip of the cap to you. Well, but, thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah. So then just kind of like going back to, I guess, to your like Cocker Giant days, like who is your favorite like NHL goalie? I guess even now, but like a role model growing up who you're like, oh, like this guy's playing goalie, so I can stick with it here. <laughs> Yeah, one guy that sticks out is Roberto Luongo. I got the I got the jersey up behind me here. So he uh, being a goalie for the Canucks was my favorite team growing up. Uh, he was definitely a fun guy to watch, and he always had a little bit of flash added to him. But another guy that I kind of gravitated to was Carey Price. Obviously, uh, pretty hard to argue how good that guy is. Some guys may argue with his numbers lately that he's kind of. He's kind of declining, but I still think he's one of the best, and I definitely try to model my game after him. Yeah, let's go. I love to hear that. <laughs> I love to hear that. These guys just slam Carey Price all the time, and I'm I'm a Habs guy, so I'm all of course, over. Of course, we got it every now and then. Oh yeah. So so what, you like you like trying to be a captain, like follow Longo, follow his footsteps out there. Or what? <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I don't know if uh, full captain material, but definitely when I started getting older, it kind of took on the leadership role if I. If the, if the team wasn't really in a playoff spot, that was kind of kind of the guy I brought in when I was 20 to kind of be a leader in the dressing room and uh, just be a, be a guy that the young guys can talk to. So in a way, I guess I kind of took after him, but uh, never got to see on any of the teams. Yeah, so, yeah, you, you got brought into uh, Cranbrook Kootenai there in your 20-year-old season. Um, they moved to Winnipeg now. What was it like playing there? And I don't know if that was their last season or one of their last seasons there. Yeah, it, it was the last season in, in Cranbrook, so it was pretty special. We uh, we had lots of support from from the from the fans around the area. Even if we uh, weren't even close to a playoff spot, we uh, pretty much sold out every home game. So I was there for I went up on Jan 10th, which was the deadline for 20 year olds, and it was uh, it was a pretty sweet experience. It was obviously a young team, so I was definitely in the the leadership role there, just come in and work hard and kind of give the boys a chance to play every, or win every night so it was uh, it was pretty neat just kind of playing in Sask for the first two years and then moving out to BC for for a few months living in the mountains I uh, couldn't complain out there yeah so then the the deadline there how like did you know you were going to Kootenai or like because you were in uh, Lloyd there weren't you yeah so I was playing Lloyd in uh the Alberta Junior League and the deadline was coming up and uh, my coach and Lloyd came to me and he said, uh, he'd asked if I wanted to be, be moved. And I didn't really have any ambition to go anywhere. I kind of told him that I'm kind of content if, but if a deal comes up and you can make the team better for the future, like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say no, like there's no, no trade clauses in the Alberta league. Right. So <laughs> big team guy here. So. Yeah. So yeah, I was told him. I said, I'm here, if, but if you got a deal on the table uh, to move me out, then, yeah, I, I'll, I'll go. But for right now, uh, I, I'll stay. And then it was uh, it was actually Jan 8th, I believe, and I was just at home after supper, and my dad called me in a rush, and I was he was all huffy-puffy, and he didn't really know why, but he's like, the GM of the Kootenai Ice is calling you. I'm like, why? Well, he wants to come up and finish the year with the team. I was like, oh, okay. So I hang up, hang up the phone, and I ended up missing the call from the from the ice GM. He had called me while my dad was freaking out. <laughs> Good first. So impression. that was great. Yeah, awesome first impression for me. So then I ended up calling him back, and he's uh, he explained that uh, they're having a little goalie trouble. A guy was injured. They're just looking for a twenty-year-old. They ended up trading a twenty-year-old to Vancouver. Had a spot open. Didn't really. They had kind of looked at some guys in the SGA, but kind of were leaning towards me so I ended up reaching out to my dad and then uh, yeah he called me and he said uh, you can call me back in the morning if you want but uh, take some time you got a day and a half before the deadline and I, I basically told him on the phone that night that I would be there the next day I was like I, yeah. I can't pass can't pass down an opportunity to get back in the western league you know oh, for it was, sure. uh, so yeah I was on a I kind of went to the coach that night and told him that I had kind of made my decision because the GM had already called the coach and of course the coach was then wanting to trade me and get something for me but it was, it was kind of too late I was already leaving so nine hours to Cranbrook the next day and uh, that was kind of how that went. 
Wow, so you waved, yeah, waved the, gave the five-team uh, trade clause in and uh, ended up in uh, Cranbrook there. So that's kind of sweet, though. Yeah, it was, uh, Mountains there, so. it was a crazy little yeah. situation, but it worked out. How, like, I remember when they played out here in Regina and I went to one of the games, like, they had some pretty sick players. Like, how I was playing with, like, Krebs and uh, that other McLennan, and, like, how was that? So those guys were, they were young, but they're, they're pretty raw skilled guys. I would have to, looking back with guys I played with, um, Krebs would probably be like one of the best, like one of the best players I've ever played with. Like yeah. just for being a 17 year old captain, just pure leadership, like skill, elite level passing sniper. Like he, he did it all on and off the ice and, even McLennan, he was 16 at the time, but he can rip a puck. Like, it was no doubt in my mind he was going to get drafted. So, he and Philly took him. And uh, Krebsy would have went higher in the first round if he wouldn't have uh, had his injury when he was training in the offseason there. So, but still pretty sweet and picked by Vegas. But, uh, yeah, we had some pretty good young talent on that team. And they're showing it right now in the in the hub here in the city. They're, uh, they're lighting it up right now. Yeah, I was gonna say. So then, the reason for the for the move to Winnipeg, like, do you know kind of what, what what went on there? Was it was it tough bringing in fans, or I guess you said it, it was. was uh, it was definitely tough on the fans. They uh, they didn't really know much about it, but uh, the writing was kind of on the wall from what I gathered when I was there. That uh, three years ago, or I guess it would have been four or five years ago now, the there was an ownership that bought the team, and they were from Winnipeg. So, and then they brought in like coaches from Winnipeg, like scouts from the Winnipeg area. So the writing was kind of on the wall and no one really knew. And then kind of halfway through the year that they were moving, it kind of got leaked. And then there was a lot of unhappy people in Cranbrook. So then that kind of sparked, like there was a little bit of like trying to get the team to stay, but if the owners are from Winnipeg, they were secretly kind of building a, a facility in Winnipeg. So the writing was on the wall, like they said, and yeah, they were pretty choked, but the, the fan support for us was, was crazy while we were there. Like they, uh, they weren't really happy with uh, management and uh, the owners, but uh, they definitely loved the, the players while we were there. Uh, you played in the 2015 TELUS cup. Uh, what was that like as an experience? That was pretty crazy. We had a we had a sweet team. It was uh, it was it was a long year, but it was uh, to get to Telus was was the ultimate goal, right? We knew at the start of the year we we were getting some guys back from the Western League that were kind of borderline dub guys. So we we ended up having a pretty deep team, and that year we actually lost the Max Final double overtime to uh, to a team from BC, and they uh, they definitely uh, gave us a run for our money in that tournament. But then the road to Telus, we actually uh, barely got in in Westerns. We played in Manitoba and we ended up tying the semifinal game with less than five seconds left and then ended up winning the semifinal game in overtime when we probably should have walked all over the team. But that's usually how it goes in a playoff format. The underdog kind of steps up. But then Telus Cup is pretty crazy. It was our first taste of almost pro hockey they treated us like pros you know we had the headshots and the uh the dressing rooms were all set up name tags and uh duffel bags and everything and we ended up sweeping the round robin we went 4-0-1 and uh we got to the semi-final and the team that we beat five nothing in the round robin was the toronto team and they ended up completely changing their game plan and they trapped us up all game and we ended up losing in the semifinal to them and they went on to win the tournament. So that was kind of, that was kind of heartbreaking for us, you know, going all that way and out to Toronto and uh, ended up losing. So that was kind of tough, but and in the end, it was a great experience and I'm uh, pretty grateful to have had it. Yeah. That sounds like a, like a scouts galore out there and all the best uh, like triple A teams from across the country, just bringing in. Yeah. That's quite the, quite the tournament, but that's kind of nice yeah. to know you guys got treated like royalty down there. Like I figured, you know, it's, probably the biggest uh midget triple it definitely is the biggest midget triple a tournament in uh in canada here so that's that's kind of nice to know but then speaking of another another big one the max so you guys see you got lucky enough to play twice there right in the tournament 
Yeah, so I ended up playing twice. I was there three years. The first year I was there, I had gotten called up because a guy was out with injury. And uh, that year was the year Finland U17 was there. So uh, I don't know if you heard the guys like uh, Patrick Laine and Yessi uh, Pugliarvi, uh, Ollie U Levy. So at the time, yeah, those guys are uh, household names now. But at the time, I didn't really know much about them. And then we ended up going to a game to watch on a day off, and they were disgusting. They dominated the tournament. They, I'm pretty sure they swept it, won, no problem. So uh, the next year – they were too old, so they didn't come, thank God. Um, but, yeah, so we, we ended up going through. We only lost one round-robin game, and uh, it was to Matthew Phillips' team drafted to Calgary. He was, uh, he was a dominant player in, in AAA. And then we ended up winning in overtime in the semifinal to, to put us in the final, and the final at the max at the Saddle Dome. So that was pretty sweet. Again, we're a uh, seven-day-long tournament, and uh, we grinded out, got to the final, had lots of opportunities to score. We gave up one early in the in the game, so that was a little adversity. Ended up coming back, tying the game. Uh, double overtime, deflection off the side of the net, off me into the corner. Guy throws it on net from the, from the corner, kind of like Dreisaitl's goal the other night. And, uh, yeah, toxic double overtime. And uh, that was how that ran, run came to an end. And that was definitely heartbreaking. But I definitely think that motivated us down the stretch to kind of chase the goal of uh, the TELUS Cup because we didn't really get the – we didn't get the max like we wanted. So I think uh, TELUS was next on the to-do list. So that was kind of how that went. I feel like letting a goal in overtime for in for a goalie must be the worst feeling. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, it definitely wasn't good, and especially seeing the the dry settle goal the other night kind of kind of gave me some uh, bad memories. So I won't be watching the highlight reel for for a couple weeks. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you talked about you guys went to the max and then came up short. Do you think that brought you together as a team going down the stretch there? Yeah, for sure. It was especially it's such a it's such a quick tournament. You gotta there even the quarterfinal and semifinal are on the same day, so you're playing two games in one day, like we were young, so we were in decent shape, but that's still a grind, right? Like you're still grinding through and to get to the final, it was, uh, we were definitely proud to be there, but coming up short, definitely uh, fueled, fueled us for the rest of the year and going into playoffs and definitely uh, tell us cup was a goal of ours, which ended up getting there. But like we talked about it, uh, didn't end up the way we wanted. Yeah. So then that uh, you went to tell us cup in your, your third year midget, correct? Second year. Okay, so then the following year, when you went back to the max, that's you guys were had a tough had a tough go that time then. Yeah, we were uh, we were first place, kind of all year going into max, heavy favorites, and then uh, we're we're doing pretty well. Uh, it was kind of a unique story. We were actually winning eight or nine nothing against uh, against the Manitoba team that was supposed to be supposed to be really good they were first in their league and we ended up jumping out to a early lead and I actually started that game and then I was pulled from that game we were winning so it was kind of like a arrest situation which I didn't really uh, agree with so I kind of had a salty taste in my mouth and for some reason uh goalie partner didn't uh didn't take a water bottle onto the net so I had a, I had a bottle ready to throw to him like mid or after a whistle. And for whatever reason, a uh, guy skated by and I, uh, you know, salty taste in the mouth from being pulled in a nine, nothing leading. I kind of, I might've sprayed him or attempted to spray him <laughs> with some water. And uh, so kind of play goes on. And then uh, a couple minutes later, the ref comes over and starts talking to the coach and the coach looks down at me and gives me, you know, one of those lucks you shouldn't be getting in a nine nothing, uh, a nine nothing game. Ref comes over and kicks me out, and uh, yeah, he they ended up giving me a gross misconduct from the bench for attempting. I don't think I hit the guy, but we'll never know. Attempting to spray a guy with water from the bench, so that gave me a two game suspension in the max tournament, which is and, the end all be all. Like two games is huge. 
Yeah, so I ended up being suspended for our last round robin game, which we ended up winning. And the quarterfinal game against the Vancouver team that we beat the year before to go to the final. So they they knew who we were and they uh they knew I wasn't in and we didn't end up coming up on top. But the uh the backstory to that is that the theory we had is that we had a Calgary team in our division and they were like the favorites out of Alberta to win the tournament. So the thing was that if I was the starting goalie was suspended not playing, that Calgary team would have had a better chance to to move on. That's how we saw it. It was unfortunate how it happened and uh it still haunts me to this day, but that's kinda that's kinda how that tournament went. And uh I'm not saying if I was in it would have been a different result, but I uh, definitely uh feel bad for uh for how it went down and uh definitely hurt the team. So that sucks looking back, but not much I can do about it now. Yeah. No, it would have been nice to to get in there, but you know. I'm sure it was for at the time I'm sure it was for that, so I probably Yeah, it was crazy oh. situation. Yeah, no, you can't can't really make that up. But I think I think that's pretty soft, man. Two games for a for a bit of water, yeah. H two O. You you step outside when it's raining and you're getting wet. So <laughs> whatever, can't too much about that there. But yeah, that's that's kind of tough. Then so then right after your your last year midget, so then you went to Estevan and kind of just take us through that, like how uh, like what was the organization like? And it's a pretty sick rank there. So like that that sounds like a pretty good time there. Yeah, so that was kind of one of the pulls for me when I was deciding where to sign in the, in the SJ to, to kind of get on the list. So there was a few teams reaching out, but Estevan uh, had a brand new rink, and I kind of knew the coach a little bit, and I had lots of buddies that signed there too. So it was kind of easy decision, and when I didn't make the Raiders, they sent me down just to kind of get some, get some ice time, right? So I played behind a 20-year-old goalie down there, and it was like my first game dressing. He went down with a concussion and I uh, ended up finishing the game against Yorkton. We came back and won. And uh, I was pretty much the guy until he came back. So that was kind of how I got my uh, foot in the door down there and had a great group of guys. I uh, had a great billet family. Um, I had two other roommates. One was the captain and the other one was a 19-year-old guy. And they helped me out a lot. You know, first kind of tasted junior hockey and it was uh, it was definitely a, a fun time, and I'm very grateful for my time in Estevan. I had a lot of fun. Uh, so you played in both the SJ and AJHL. Uh, like recently, it seems like guys like Makar and Holloway are coming to the AJHL. Did you notice a difference between the two leagues? Uh, I would say so. I think uh, the Alberta league's more uh, more skill, and the SJ is more uh, more of a tougher guy league. But at the same time, there's definitely a lot of grit in the AJ. Um, obviously. It's a it's a path that guys in Alberta take to get to the NCAA ranks, and that was kind of my decision to, to kind of go down to Lloyd when I was cut as a twenty. It was just it was a different league, and I kind of wanted to see what it was all about, and a little bit better talent. But I wouldn't say it's it's a whole lot better, personally. Obviously, they uh, they got some really good teams in the in the Alberta league, like Brooks Bandits are always always an elite team, and it was fun playing against them. So uh, it was definitely a fun experience playing in a league. So, uh, so what are you taking at the university? What's, what's your major oh. degree? Yeah. So, yeah, after the junior, I decided to come back, come home to school, and uh, we're doing secondary education for a uh, physical ed- education teacher and uh, minor in health. So hopefully uh, hopefully get to get back into the athletics and uh, be a teacher one day. So that's kind of the goal right now. Yeah, so, so, yeah, I've had a couple of classes with you being a – physical education major well uh i just have to point out some things like uh you never seem to do the readings for the breakout groups man what's that all about <laughs> oh no i do the readings i'm just not a big guy in the in the breakout rooms uh, i'm not a talk first guy but uh other people usually jump on and i can usually uh i can usually feed off what they're what they're talking about so no he's a he's a talk less listen more kind of guy so yeah uh, <laughs> yeah he said to me a couple of times said a couple times he's like Oh, you seem like you know what you're doing. You, you talk to the big room. Like, I don't want to talk to the big room, man. You play on the Cougs, man. You should be the one doing all the talking out here. Come on. Yeah. Pretty over you, though. So, you know, you're his little rookie, I guess you could say. Oh, yeah, yeah. Little, little rookie who's never seen a scout in his life. Like, come on. Not, not, yeah, not the same. Not the same level here. 
Settle down, yeah. Alex. They all didn't get drafted in the SJ. Settle down. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so kind of just with the with the U of R, then um, you know, this year obviously kind of got canceled, and that's kind of a bummer. But what's uh, you know, have you heard much about for next season? Probably not, but just kind of wondering. As far as we know, uh, it should be all systems go. We uh, every couple of weeks we kind of check in with the team and coach sets up a break or a Zoom meeting for us and. He uh, he's heard nothing but positive things about next year, so we're hoping uh, hoping to be back in the full swing, and uh, that's definitely what we're planning for as of right yeah. now. So in the meantime, are you just you know kind of just helping out with uh, like other teams or just taking shots here and there, kind of randomly, just get in, get in, get in, get out, and then hitting the gym and whatnot? Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely trying to get in the gym training. We got a program set up at the U of R for us, so that's been nice and. Uh, yeah, I got ice available. If uh, I'm definitely gonna start skating here right away to get back uh, back in the shape of things on the ice, and a uh, little bit of minor hockey stuff since uh, before it got closed. But that was definitely nice to get on the ice, and uh, definitely uh, definitely miss being out there with the boys. So I'm looking forward to being back. Um, I got I got two parter here, two parter. So um. If uh, we made an ASHL team, uh, we'd, like yeah, when you're done university, would you uh, consider being our goaltender? <laughs> Absolutely, I think that'd be a blast. And um, if I had ten shots on you, do you think I could score? Ten shots? Are we ten, talking ten like breakaways? Yeah, ten breakaways. Ten breakaways. Um, yeah, I'd say you'd probably squeak one by me. Okay. Okay. Maybe, maybe we'll have to video it for youtube and give you our first video yeah, junior b scrub up. junior b <laughs> tries to score on university goalie that'll be the title okay we'll set it up that's gonna blow up that's gonna get some views oh that's gotta get some views yeah that's over the top there yeah. uh yeah so lastly then just on the topic of school was that uh, was the ncaa ever uh like I know it's not really very common out of, out of Regina here, but that was it. Was that ever like a thinking though to head down south and you know play hockey while obtaining a degree? We uh, we talked about it a little bit when uh, when the Raiders kind of called me up to to sign. We def- we definitely uh, we definitely talked it over. We read, read through the contract, and it uh, it definitely uh, it was it was easier to sign the the contract based on the amount of schooling I would have been getting if I was to make the team and play so and I ended up getting four years out of the Western League paid for for school so Mm -hmm. would it have been sweet to go down and play yeah I would have been sweet but would I have gotten there Uh, I don't know I don't know if the opportunity would have been there out of junior A Um, I definitely considered it but it, it wasn't a wasn't a real strong option for me you know coming out of triple A so it uh, I definitely uh, think it was worth the consideration, but at the end of the day, I think I made the right choice. Yeah, yeah. one last question from me here. Um, your uh, your sister's dating um, Big Alex over there. What are your thoughts <laughs> of maybe um, being his brother-in-law one day? <laughs> I had a funny feeling that question was going to come up. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's good. He's uh, he's definitely uh, part of the family, and uh, I love having him around, especially uh, at the lake. We, uh, we have, we've had some good times, and uh, hopefully, with the whole COVID situation clearing up, we can uh, we can get together again soon. But no, Haley's happy, so uh, we're all happy here. What a great just, answer! What a just couldn't convert answer. him to a Canucks fan. That was a tech. Yeah. yeah, he's 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 trying. So uh... <laughs> no, you can yeah. tell. You can tell he's been interviewed before, hey. Like, <laughs> like the whole time, like he's just been given some great answers, and I'd be like, uh, uh, uh. I haven't heard. I haven't heard a like or a, an. Uh. Yeah, this, this is this is pretty damn good. You give, give yourself some credit, man. You've been pretty pretty on the ball. Thanks, appreciate it. Yeah, but I think that that about does it for me. But Ethan, you got any any last uh, pressing questions? No, just uh, thanks for coming on. Yeah, no, it was a pleasure, man. Tough. Yeah, that's tough grab for us. So we really appreciate you. <laughs> no, no, thanks for having me, fellas. It was a lot of fun. I love what you're doing. Uh, hopefully uh, keep doing well. Yeah, thanks. thanks. I appreciate it. And Noel, we'll see you in uh, Zoom University, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
Yeah, and thanks to Curtis uh, again for coming on. Uh, good chat with him, learning about uh, the dub and his career and stuff. But uh, to some NHL talk now, uh, the games of the week, uh, me and Riley are tied now. Alex, three games back. Start off with uh, Florida and Dallas on, uh, on Saturday here. Yeah, uh, I guess I'll get her started here. I'm taking, taking Florida. Uh, they let me down or not even let me down. I picked against them last week. So, you know, this week I'm going to just pick with them and hopefully they get it done for me. Yeah. I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go Dallas in this one. Uh, there it's their time. They're, it's their, they're making a run right now. Let's go. Florida. Florida. Yeah. Florida. Saw that one. Saw, saw that one coming. Um, Minnesota. I don't know, they didn't play very good last game though. They, they didn't, I don't know. No, they didn't score. Yeah. That's, no. I don't know, but we'll see. We'll see. Bounce back. Let's go. Bounce back. Let's go. We'll we'll see us right. Uh, Next game here, uh, Minnesota-St. Louis. Um, They're playing tonight. We're picking the tomorrow game. Um, I'm going to go Minnesota here. I think uh, think Talbot will play tomorrow. Uh, I think Huso will play tomorrow. So I I like the goaltending matchup for Minnesota there. Oh, fair. Uh, I I just like Minnesota. I think, well – I think they've been they've been solid so far, and they keep surprising me. And I don't know, I, I don't know if St. Louis can get it done. So they're up they're up four one in the first tonight, St. Louis. Really? Wow. Yeah. Well, no way they get it done again the next night. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't believe in St. Louis. I gotta stick with my gut, and I'm going with Minnesota. I I can't jump on the bandwagon after one game. So nope. Nope. Alrighty. Fair. 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 Uh. Hop into our last game on Saturday. Uh, Nashville visiting Tampa Bay. Um, have not liked at all what Tampa Bay has been doing lately. Like even last night they beat Columbus six four and gave up like a shit ton of shots. So, not a, not a fan of what they're doing. And I love what Nashville's doing. They're playing great hockey. They're buzzing, and they're gonna go into Tampa and they're gonna get it done. That was well spoken, but uh, I don't know. I just Tampa's hard to hard to bet against. So, I'm, I'm for sure. That. Yeah, how do you go against Tampa? I'm with Alex. Go Tampa. Yeah. No, I I agree. I, <laughs> I think it was two weeks ago we went against Tampa and they, they let us down, but no, uh, let's go against them here. Um, now we hop into a Saturday game here. Uh, we got the Rangers visiting the New Look Islanders. Uh, I, I, I feel like I'm picking all the underdogs here, but uh, give me the Rangers again. Um, I like what they're doing. Took one from... Took one from Pittsburgh, split with Pittsburgh, and they'll uh, they're gonna get the Islanders here. Yeah, I think the Islanders are buzzing now. Well, the guy who was buzzed was Palmieri after they trimmed his uh, his facial hair. But I, I don't know. I think they're I think they're I don't know. I think they're they're a solid team. And uh, as much as I hate watching them play, I think they get it done here though. Yeah, I think the Rangers scoring parade here is gonna come to a crashing halt. Did you see those two things that the Chicklets posted of the two shots the Rangers had of the empty net and they missed them? Did you see yeah, that? Yeah, who was it? Was Zabinajad and who else? Was it Howden, or something? I don't know. I think Anyways, go, go Islanders, go go Evs, go Barzell, bore every team to death. Keep the maybe Long Island will get the cup parade going here, but I'm all I'm I'm think I'm all in on the Islanders. I I don't want to curse them yet, but I I think I'm all in on the Islanders. I'm all in. All righty, fair, fair. Um, and the last game of the week on Monday will be the LA Kings visiting the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, I'm gonna go Vegas here. Just uh, they'll they're better. I, I don't know. Ve- LA's had their number this year, though. I think LA might have taken two or three out of four against them. So yeah, no. Uh, I'm. I uh, yeah. I like Vegas here and uh, Flurry. I don't know who's in that, Flurry or Leonard, but both have pretty sick numbers. So I think they're looking like a wagon as expected, and I think they get it done here as well. Yeah, hard to go against Vegas. I know they haven't been playing great hockey lately, but uh, LA's kind of hasn't been playing great hockey either. So we'll see. Yeah, for sure. And that's the picks. And uh, I don't know. You guys, uh, you guys got any more to say? 
no, we just hope you uh, hope you enjoyed the interview with uh, Curtis Meeker, and yeah, we really ha- we really enjoyed having him on. So I had a great time. I don't know about you fellas, but I I enjoyed it. Yeah, no, for sure it was good. And Don Sweeney, go get some shit done. Go bees. Go Habs. Can't can't end on go bees. Can't end it on that. Go bees. Okay, fine. End it on that. See you guys. <laughs>